Hello, and welcome to The Tattooed Mind. This is a podcast where we explore the intersection of mental health, self-care, and the art of tattooing. This podcast is dedicated to sharing stories, insights, and inspiration from artists who have struggled and overcome obstacles in their lives and careers. I am far from an expert, but it is my hope to provide a space for meaningful dialogue between artists and discuss the connections that we share. I want to take some time in this first episode to discuss my story so that you can better know me as your host. My name is Mike Fisher Dubois. I've been tattooing for a little over a decade, and currently I work at West Loop Tattoo Collective in Chicago, Illinois. Most of the tattoo work I do is black and gray realism. I really enjoy working in this style because I like to get to spend a lot of time working on small details and getting to know my clients over long sessions. I first got into tattooing as a kid, watching one of those tattoo TV shows. I was exposed to the idea that the guy who did the shitty tattoos on my mom got paid to do it. And I knew right away that that was the sort of thing that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. As I got a bit older, I got my first tattoo from a guy who was on house arrest. He taught me how to make a tattoo machine out of a Walkman motor and a guitar string. I suppose that that should have probably been a good warning for how a lot of my life would go. But, you know, I'm sure everyone else saw it, but I, I certainly didn't. When I went to college, I dropped out and I wanted to start tattooing more legitimately. I started looking for apprenticeships, but I couldn't find one. Me not being one to take no for an answer, I decided I would just tattoo on my own still. My stepmom bought me a kit off eBay and I did everything wrong in that first year tattooing. Somehow I was able to find myself a job at a tattoo parlor slash adult bookstore where I would work the register in between tattoos. After working there for a few months, I was able to snag myself an apprenticeship in a nearby town. This is all happening out in very rural Illinois, small community. There's like two tattoo shops for 50 miles. Looking back, that apprenticeship that I grabbed was not great. You know, I got taught a lot of bad habits and just a, a lot of shitty ways of being there. You know, the, the tattoo parlors in these smaller communities tend to be about a decade or two behind the rest of the world. And that was very much the case there. The sort of hazing that still happened in apprenticeships, the way that tattooers treated their clients, the way they tattooers treated themselves between the drugs and alcohol was just kind of behind the times of what I feel like is going on now. After working there for a couple of years, I moved to a tattoo shop in Iowa where I got to work with a very talented realism tattooer. And, and that's really where my career started to take its shape a lot more. I learned a lot working there. 
but I also, I also learned a lot of like really even shittier ways of being a person. Right. I, I just got wrapped up in toxic friendships and toxic relationships with coworkers and with the owners of these places. And for me, that really started to weigh down on me spiritually. And looking back, I think I could really see how it affected my ability to have relationships with people, but I didn't know it then. You know, the boss at this place was very much like that, like sort of classic, like narcissist tattooer who would kind of always feel the need to like push down the people around them. And a lot of that stuff has really stuck in my head since. And it's just sort of become a part of how I think about myself. And obviously that stuff isn't true, but it's just still there. I also started drinking really heavily around this time. I had always had a pretty shitty relationship with alcohol, but it got really bad around this time. And I think that often clouded like a lot of the ways that I saw myself and I saw the way people treated me. It was then after, for all intents and purposes, getting fired from this shop. I, I was on my way out the door anyways, but, you know, hey, I'm leaving. Well, you're fired for, before you can quit sort of thing. So the, I got this opportunity at a very well-known tattoo shop in Chicago. And I decided to hop on that. And that was so awesome for me in my career. And meanwhile, like my private life is like fully like falling apart at this point. You know, I'm constantly fighting with my girlfriend at the time. My drinking has gotten to the point of full on alcoholism. I've got legal issues. I've got financial issues. You know, I'm living in an artist space that, you know, doesn't have actual walls sort of thing. And, and yeah, my, my whole world is just falling apart, right? And rather than face stuff then and try and fix it, I just kind of keep going with all the shit that hasn't been working. Because, like, I'm making good money, right? I've got this cool job, so, like, I can just keep doing all this other shit that obviously isn't working out for me. And, and I kept doing that, you know, and like, I get married in this time and I'm still making money. So I'm like, fuck it. I can go buy drugs and I can go, you know, drink a whole bunch and kind of pretend like I'm this rock star. Then the job basically gets threatened to go away. The guy who owned the shop, my boss at the time, it's like, dude, I can't have this here anymore. And that was just earth shattering for me because up until this point, the fact that I still had the cool job that I had basically spent my entire life trying to have is the excuse that I get to go do this shit. And I don't know how it worked, but I 
quit. Literally that day was my last drink after all that. And my, my, my life started to turn around. You know, I, it's been over two years. I've been completely sober. I don't even smoke weed, which is, you know, neither here nor there, but I just, I don't do anything. Coffee. And man, I got stuck with a lot of heavy baggage from this decade of being a drunk rock and roll tattooer. You know, they really left me with a bunch of low self-esteem. It left me with a bunch of really bad relationships. And it it left me having caused a lot of damage to what good relationships I have had with people. It, it left me with just a, a lot of problems with the way I view myself artistically, you know? When when you get sober like that, and when your life kind of comes together, you realize some of the trash that you put out. And that's been a lot of really hard stuff for me to face. So, you know, I, I don't want to say all this making it seem like somebody who has some drinks is doing the wrong thing. For me, the way I was drinking was a symptom of a much bigger problem that I was having with myself. I, I was spiritually just not there and together and putting in the work and effort. And what I've learned since getting sober is that I have to be very intentional with what I do. I, I have to have a purpose behind the actions that I take. And that doesn't mean that everything has to be goal-oriented. I'm not saying that my life is work, work, work constantly. It's actually often very the opposite. As an example, I make sure that I eat dinner with my wife every night. And then after dinner, I don't touch anything to do with work. I don't email. I don't draw. I don't talk to clients. I don't order supplies. Very intentionally make that family time. I make sure that I get to connect with her and that we get to have that chunk of our day together. Taking this time allows me to feel connected it allows me to understand myself and the people that I interact with better. Frankly, I just get to be more relaxed. It's not going to be for everybody. But it is my hope with this podcast that we get to absorb different perspectives on how people are able to keep themselves a little bit saner every day, hopefully by going through these interviews, everybody can learn a little bit more about themselves, feel a little less alone and feel like the world 
isn't always out to get them. I talked a lot about sobriety in this first episode. That certainly is not for everybody, but it is a huge part of my story, and it is something that has completely changed my life in ways that I couldn't even begin to describe if I had hours. If your drinking is something that you feel like you're struggling with, I'm going to post some resources in the show notes. My ears are always open to anybody who wants to talk about their issues with drugs or alcohol. 